thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Ship Worker podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. Today's podcast is actually part two of a series uh, following on from my previous episode, number 43, where I chatted with Sharon Richens from Happy Body at Work about a pilot program they've been running in partnership with ABC Commercial to support hospital shift workers, including nurses and midwives. Not only was I lucky enough to have Sharon on the podcast, but this week um, we're also talking with one of the nurses, um, Carmen Barry, who has been personally involved in the rollout herself. So we'll be able to get her perspective on how things have been going. Carmen is a nurse based at the Royal Women's Hospital in Melbourne, who is also the Associate Nurse Unit Manager and Project Manager of the Happy People at Work program. She has spent the majority of her career in theatres as a scrub slash scout, uh, anaesthetic and recovery nurse, and she's also a Pilates instructor and wellbeing coach who has a passion for looking after those who spend their lives looking after others, aka our beautiful nurses and midwives. So to tell us more about the Happy People pilot program and how it's been going, I'd love to give a warm, healthy shift worker welcome to Carmen. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today, Carmen. Thank you so much for having me, Audra. I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. Well, don't worry, I'm pretty excited to be speaking to you as well. So the feeling's (laughs) mutual. (laughs) But look, after speaking um, to Sharon, I believe the pilot program has just wrapped up um, and they're about to put together all of the data and, you know, and some of the analysis on how the program went. But first and, you know, foremost, I guess I'd really like for our listeners to learn more about you, Carmen. I mean, what what set you on the path to becoming a nurse and then I guess more specifically a midwife? Uh, so I'm a nurse. I'm not a midwife. And, okay. Um, yeah, we do have both nurses and midwives here at the women's, but, yeah, it is often thought that it's only midwives working here. But, yeah, we do have a, um, a nice cohort of nurses as well that work here. Um, so, yeah, how I got started on being a nurse, I guess I always wanted to be a nurse as I was growing up. I always loved helping people and um, – as a little kid, I always wanted to play doctors and nurses, whilst the other kids wanted to play with Barbies. I wanted to play with doctors and nurses. Um, so, yeah, I've always enjoyed helping people. Um, I love spending time with people, and uh, nursing was one of those professions that um, allowed me to do both of those things. Um, I really wanted to travel as well with my job, and I've been allowed to do that. I spent many years working over in England. So, um, yeah. For me, it's been a very fulfilling career in that way uh, because it's allowed me to do the things that I love. Yeah, wow. Well, my sister is actually a nurse, um, but we're very different and I honestly don't know how you guys do what you do. So, I, I, yeah, I have the absolute utmost respect and admiration for, for yeah, for what you do. I get a bit queasy when I see blood, so I wouldn't make a very good nurse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but how long have you been nursing for, uh, Carmen, and, and I guess more specifically shift work as well? Mm. Um, I've been nursing for 14 years now. So I started my career um, at the Royal Children's here in Melbourne. I did my grade year there, there and then, um, yeah, spent 
um, a good majority of my career over in England working uh, in the NHS and uh, then back here in Melbourne. And throughout that 14 years, I've worked shift work the whole the whole time. So, um, yeah, that includes on calls. So, um, yeah, especially over in England, that was some of the more difficult shifts. We used to do 24-hour calls um, on wow, the weekends. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was in for a whole 24 hours once, so that was an interesting drive home. But, yeah, so it's um, shift work's been a big part of my life for the um, 14 years that I've been involved in nursing. Was that actually was that rostered? Actually- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah, I'm not sure sort of the, the legalities around it, but, yeah, that was what we uh, had to do at the hospital I was working at at the time was um, – in theatre, the theatre team was on call for a 24-hour period. Um, and so if that meant that there were cases that needed to be done within that 24 hours, we were there. Yeah, wow. I know, well, I believe that the fire service, um, you know, those guys do 24-hour shifts here in Australia, but they, you know, they're allowed to kind of have their naps <laughs> during yeah. their shift. but. I'm probably figuring that wasn't the case for you. <laughs> no, no. I think we may have got half an hour break because uh, I was trying to decide whether they wanted to do a case or not. Um, but then, yeah, after that it was, yeah, pretty much go, go, go the whole time. So, wow. Mm. Goodness, mm. goodness. Well, I bet you're glad to be here at the moment because we don't have them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're kind of over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, in um, the previous episode you know, where I was talking um, with Sharon uh, Carmen, she went into some of the detail um, for us on what's actually involved um, in the Happy People Project. I mean, far out. I just love that name. Um, <laughs> But you know that from the from the regard that it's like a multimedia program. But I'd I'd love to get your perspective on how it's been going because you've been you know eating, sleeping, and breathing this project yourself personally for the last few weeks. So I guess yeah, like what what has sort of decided you to get involved in this program? Um, I really wanted to get involved in the program because for me. Uh, personally where my career is going I have a real passion around looking after those that look after others Mm -hmm. Um, because I am a manager or associate unit manager in theatre I have a team of people I look after and for me what gives me a buzz around my job is making sure that my team is looked after so they can then you know look after our patients Um, so yeah for me I wanted to get involved in something like this because yeah I believe that as nurses and midwives we're very good at looking after other people but not necessarily looking after ourselves all the time so um, yeah it was a program that was um, yeah looking at that health and well-being space and so yeah I was all in couldn't wait to get involved. Mm, brilliant. I've, I've heard that saying before, as I mentioned again um, on the other podcast, talking to Sharon, that I was talking to a lady up here by the name of Gillian Clark, who um, is a part of the Australian College of Midwives, but based up at um, her in Queensland. And when she was talking to me about the same thing, that uh, midwives are, and nurses and I guess carers in general are exceptionally good at looking after other people. But when it comes to themselves, um, that you know, that kind of becomes that, that sort of second priority, not intentionally, but it, it just mm. kind of the way that it works. And I guess my 
my take on that or my spin on that from an aviation background is it's all about, I guess, putting your face mask on first <laughs> before, mm-hmm. you know, assisting others, um, which is obviously what this whole program is, is you know, about um, or all about. But would you mind walking us through, you know, a typical day in the, li- in the life of like a nurse being a part of this, this program, Carmen? Like what did, so what happens when you first sign on and all the specifics? Yeah, sure. Uh, So there were four key areas that uh, were looked at within the program. Uh, So it was part of a six-week program. The first week was an onboarding survey. So um, we wanted to know about, um, you know, sleep patterns and health and well-being of me as a nurse and those other participants who were taking part. Uh, And then it led into, uh, yeah, four weeks, each week having a different key area that we're looking at. Uh, one being energy, another being mood, a week, another being stress, and um, the last one being sleep. Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, a daily survey that we would fill out about how we've slept um, the night before or if you're on night shift, how you'd slept during the day, uh, how your mood is, how you're feeling you're coping with stress. Uh, and then it would send out a personalised tip for you um, to help you move throughout your day. There would also then be a generalised tip, um, you know, be it around. So there was a, a really good one uh, during sleep week of, um, you know, when you're driving home from shift work to trick your body into not thinking it's nighttime, wear sunglasses, which I really liked and I'd never mm. thought of that before. Mm. And I tried that and it, and it really worked. And then when you get home, making sure that, you know, um, you know, eye mask and earplugs um, to help you sleep. So um, that was part of the generalised tips that we were getting each day. And then the last week, so the wrap-up week, was sort of a post-program survey just to find out how you found the program, um, had it helped, um, and what were some of the, um, the key learnings that 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 we had or that I had right Right. yeah I guess yeah yeah, for getting back to the sleep one it's all about you know as soon as you're getting home from that night shift and putting your uh, sunglasses on or your uh, blue light blocking um, orange tinted glasses on and then bunkering down at home Mm -hmm. (laughs) and absolutely absolutely because I mean you know and especially as a shift worker that's sort of that is one of the um key areas that we really um, were focusing on was that sleep. Um, You would know as a shift worker yourself, you know, how that sleep can be so affected by the shifts we work, even, you know, late earlies or early lates and then night shift, it all plays havoc with your sleep. So the tips around the sleep week were really helpful um, to, yeah, help us improve our sleep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's excellent. So this is something that um, were, were sort of activated on people's own personal email. I'm just trying to visualise it myself if I was to come in to work and I, I sign on. Like is it or, or do they have designated mobiles that people log on to? Like that sort of how does that work? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was all set up through uh, people's work emails and then it was a okay. browser-based web app that they would then download onto their phone. And so it came up appearing as an app on their um, gotcha. own personal personal mobile phone screen. Um, so they could tap in and log in every day, um, do their quiz, get their personal tips and see their tip of the day. Uh, there was also um, 
a leaderboard on the on the app screen which so there was a game side of the actual app so because it was team based so each um each department within our hospital had their own team and we all had fun coming up with some um, creative names for our team uh for our team names there were some really good names as well my um uh, the theatre team here, we were called the Perry Happy People. Um, I think there was a um, over on at the Melbourne, at the Royal Melbourne, there was the um, respiratory head and neck ward. They were called Ride on Tracky, which I thought that was <laughs> really funny. <laughs> so there was some um, really good one. There was an ICU smile because it was an ICU um, department. So oh, there was yeah. some really, yeah, really good names and really fun coming up with the names. Uh, and because there was that team element to it, um, you spun and um, spun tokens so that was that was the game sort of aspect of the app you could spin tokens every day um, if you answered the questions and logged into the app and then that would move your team up the leaderboard and so then at the end of the six weeks there was an overall team prize um, and so, yeah, each organisation, um, us here at the Women's, uh, Peter Mac, Royal Melbourne and then Ballarat, who were all the hospitals involved, um, yeah, we all had different leaderboards and then um, would have a major team prize winner at each of the different sites. Um, plus each week there were two individual prize winners. So just by engaging with the app, uh, you had the chance to win um, all sorts of different prizes. We had um, spa vouchers, cinema tickets, um, yeah, red balloon gift ideas, Cosmire vouchers, so things like that that staff could win just by engaging with the app. Wow, so there was a bit of healthy competition going on <laughs> between well, oh, within the hospital got, and bo- and other hospitals by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, competition got fierce. Gosh, it was um, yeah, it was neck and neck here for us here at the women's, our two top teams. They were, you know, had all these sorts of strategies on how to press the button to get the most points. And, yeah, in Ballarat there was a really, um, yeah, their um, orthopaedic ward and their ICU ward, they were neck and neck as well. And it all came it all came down to that last week of, you know, the team leaders running around making sure people had spun all their tokens and, you know, <laughs> to get their teams up the leaderboard. It was good fun. It was really good fun. And, yeah, in that way it was really engaging uh, with all the participants and, um, yeah, it was it was good fun. <laughs> I'm thinking because my next next question was actually, you know, has there been good staff involvement? But I'm probably thinking that while this has been going on, there's probably hasn't been a lot of, um, you know, absenteeism because people probably want to kind of get in bo- on board with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's it's certainly. Um yeah, it certainly was well um, well received within our hospital and um, throughout the different hospitals. Like I say, uh, we were one of four hospitals taking part mm. um, and us being the Royal Women's, Peter Mack, who's um, one of our hospitals here within the same precinct as us, Melbourne Health, which is, involves Royal Melbourne, and then Ballarat and the East Grampians Health Service. So, um, yeah, we had a really good cross-section. It was 2,500 nurses and midwives across Victoria that had taken part. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good cross-section of uh, dis- different hospitals and um, different ward areas. And so, uh, yeah, it was well-received. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's that's great news. Well, uh, I think I may have mentioned to you um, via email. Um, you know, the whole reason why I guess we're kind of connecting at the moment is that 
I uh, posted a link to an article uh, my Facebook page that I just happened to stumble across in my research um, and it was about yeah the pilot program being launched um, mm. at the Royal Women's Hospital I mean when I saw it I got so excited and you know just had to share it with my tribe and mm-hmm. the response from you know, my you know the um, you know my uh, followers or whatever they're the same like a wow this is awesome I'd love to see this in my own workplace um, you know, but but they were probably they were also wanting to know about more about the specifics because the article kind of didn't really go into it, and, and that's kind of why we're talking now and why I wanted to talk to Sharon, because I think mm. this it's just such a brilliant initiative, um, and so so very well um, you know overdue because uh, you know shift work in in specifically, and, and I know that the um, the a happy. Um, people sort of at work programs they kind of do all different types of of programs but you know of course and you and I both going to be able to resonate with this one because it's targeting that shift work uh, kind of market that and I say this over and over again um, to pretty much anyone that I bump into is that unless you work shift work yourself you can never have a good appreciation of just how incredibly hard it is and I think not only is this such a great initiative to help everyone, but it's also creating that awareness that, you know, what you guys are up against, um, you know, with doing your job, you know, 99% of people love what you do. And that's kind of why you got into the industry. I'm sure yourself can speak for that. I know that I did for myself in, uh, you know, aviation, the shift work kind of was a secondary part of it. Um, but yeah, it's just such a, a beautiful initiative, and it's so glad. So I'm so glad to hear that there are organisations that are that are um, you know coming on board with this. But I just wanted to, I guess, quote you if you don't mind from the article that I'm referring to, um, or that you that you said in the article that you know working shifts has a huge impact not only on my work but my personal life, and that it is hard to sleep during the day when you've done a night shift, and that it is difficult to maintain a routine for exercise and catching up with friends and family when your work schedule changes from week to week. Now, can I just say that every single person listening to this podcast right now is going to be able to resonate with Mm. what you've just said Um, and it's just one of those um, things as I mentioned unless you've done it yourself you can never appreciate it but you also went on to you know mention that you know you hope that this program will give you the tools to help you to boost your energy and improve your sleep and mood um, and act as that reminder to take care of yourself Mm. has this actually occurred as a result of this program yeah it has it really has um and what I like about the program and how it has helped, it's it's simple tips that you can use every day. You know, we're not – there's no sort of asking people to change their diets or, you know, do major habit changes. Yeah. It's simply, yep. you know, bite-sized little inf- um, bits of information to help, um, to help change or improve my sleep or improve my energy. Um, and that's what I've liked about it. And just even like really simple things, you know, like stop what you're doing, take a couple of deep breaths, reset, move on, or, you know, breathe before, you, before you're before going home, leave what happened at work at work, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and then, you know, walk home. The sleep ones, like I said about the sunglasses, even so um, – 
I used to take my phone to bed, try not to check it, but invariably there would be text messages mm. coming through. I've bought an alarm clock. I don't use my phone anymore. Yay! And- <laughs> I try to do this with my clients so often. Yeah, sorry, keep going. That's yeah. exciting. <laughs> Yay. You know, things like that. I've got mm. like, um, you know, a timeline for myself now. No devices after, you know, half, well, within half an hour before I go to bed. So my body's learning to switch off. Um, so, yeah, little tips like that. And even, you know, um, it's helped me to have conversations with my team as well around how they are feeling if they're not feeling so great at work. So, um Within the program, we talk about being messy, messy and magnificent. Um, so, you know, starting conversations with how you're feeling today. You've been on the messy side or you've been on a magnificent side. And I think we really want to be able to work that into our, into our language with our team. So, you know, we can better look after our nurses to then better look after our patients if we know on what end of the scale they're feeling day to day. We can then, you know, help them to schedule their days as well around their patient load. So, yeah, it's been it's been really helpful. And I guess probably um, from a perspective of letting people, um, I guess, know that, you know, your health and well-being is important and to not feel guilty about looking after yourself. is that Has that sort of been a bit of a feeling through the program as well? Absolutely. It's um, from the feedback you know, I've been receiving personally, it's that it's making people check in with themselves, actually just stopping and, you know, even that two minutes that you, you know, you're doing that daily survey, asking yourself those questions, how did I sleep? How am I feeling? Um, It's been really, um, yeah, really helpful in that way. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the feedback we did get was um, like a nurse that during sleep week, she'd noticed that she started to um, answer that each day she wasn't sleeping well. Well, she went and saw her GP, you know, and, you know, is starting to look at different ways and how she can improve her sleep because she realised that it wasn't, um, it was having such an effect on her mood and other aspects of her life. So, yeah, it's been fantastic. Brilliant. It sounds like it's, I guess, been like a little bit of a a taster or a, a kickstarter to kind of sow a few seeds into people's ideas or mind. Would that be right? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the way I see it. I see, you know, even uh, in theatre, like our conversations have changed um, around, you know, how people are feeling, checking in with each other day to day because, you know, it's and it's one of the reasons I love being a nurse is we get that opportunity to work in a team environment and it's a fairly mm. unique environment that we work in um, where, you know, we're dealing with things that you don't usually, you know, a lot of people won't even see in their lifetime and we're seeing it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> so, you know, if it's if it means that we're starting that conversation within our workplace as nurses um, around how we're feeling and we can make changes that, are only small but it's those small change I, you know, I often say how do you eat an elephant you can't eat it whole it's taken in bite-sized chunks mm. so if we can change habits and change conversations in bite-sized pieces it all adds up you know this is just one way I know specifically here at the women's it's just one innovative product like program that we're looking at to um, you know focus on the health and well-being of our nurses and midwives and so you know it can only mean positive things and positive changes 
because it is it's a wonderful place to work and it's a wonderful profession to be involved in yeah and I guess um to to add on to that too is that you know when you you do work in that that team environment and and you know putting the shift working hat on as well is that you tend to spend a lot of those um, festive days with your other family and I used to always refer to my you know my workmates as my aviation family so (laughs) you know because you'd be spending like you know Easter with them or long weekends instead of being at home you know hanging out with everyone else or off to the beach on the weekends with everyone else is but you know you're here working on Christmas day or boxing day or and you do I think you'll probably agree with me on this Carmen is that we do tend to kind of forge these really quite special bonds um, because we are hanging out with each other in these crazy um, crazy hours you know at, at all different times of the day all different times of the week and it it takes a pretty special person to be able to do that and it also takes a pretty special partner of that person to understand that as well uh- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see it. I see it in the nurses that um, I work with, and I even think about my own friendships and relationships I have mm. with nurses that I've worked with, you know, throughout my career that I still hold dearly. And because it is, it's a relationship, and it's a profession that um, is so unique. And it's yeah, it's hard to explain to people that don't, um, yeah, like you said, that aren't in that shift work. Um, frame of mind. I know in my team, I've got I've got some nurses that have worked together for over thirty years. You know, they're probably wow. spent more. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I've got three um, three nurses. I'm sure they won't mind me um, telling the story, but they all started work together on the same day twenty eight years ago. Um, <gasps> Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a photo of them up in our department in our recovery room and, like, they all still work a Friday together and, you know, to hear them, like, they're like sisters. They are yeah. family. We are family. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's um, it's really, it's a really special, um, it's a really special bond I find in nursing that, um, yeah, those relationships you get to forge at your, in your workplace are so unique and, yeah, last a lifetime. Oh, that's oh, that's really cute. I, I love that. That's amazing. Thirty <laughs> oh, years. I've heard are. of you know people being you know starting at the same time you know ten, twenty years, but thirty years is yeah, wow. That's a that's an anniversary to celebrate. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Each it's time, incredible. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, look, if there's any um, other shift workers that you know might be listening at the moment, um, Carmen, um, that are kind of a little bit intrigued about the project and would like to kind of get your perspective on on things, would you be happy to share, you know, like a contact or an email or something if people were able to get in touch with you to like, kind of learn more about the program from, you know, your perspective? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so my uh, my work email is probably the easiest one mm-hmm. to get in touch with me and that's just Carmen, C-A-R-M-E-N dot Barry, B-A-R-R-Y at thewomens.org.au. Thewomens.org.au. Okay, great. Well, yep. I'll make sure that I include that um, into the show notes so that um, yeah, people can access it 
afterwards. But look, this has been an absolute delight to you know chat with you, Carmen, and uh, you know to kind of get your perspective on on how this you know Happy People Project um, you know pilot program has been going. And it sounds like it's it's yeah been a, a, a huge success. And as I know that um, Sharon said that this is definitely the infancy, and they do have bigger plans for you know hopefully rolling this out into other workplaces, um, not just the um, the health sector, but you know potentially to others like the transportation and mining and and so forth so um, but I know that I've got um, some nursing friends and and so forth that were particularly interested even based in Melbourne but not in the hospital that you guys are working in that was saying oh I wish that was in our you know hospital (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah they'd be very um, you know interested you know to hear your perspective on it but yeah but I just wanted to say thank you so very much for um, you know, putting your hand up and and coming to chat with me on the, the on the podcast, it's yeah, it's been fabulous. Thank you, Audra. I really appreciate. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you having me along. It's been it's been really fun and lots of lots of wonderful things to come out of it. It's nice to actually sit and reflect and really think about how the program has helped me personally um, and our team. So yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, look, that's it for another edition of the Healthy Shift Worker podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit. And if you really liked the show, I'd love it if you could give us a five-star rating on iTunes as this will help me to spread the Healthy Shift Worker message to more and more shift workers and organisations around the world. If you'd like access to more free resources, including my newsletter, just visit my website www.healthyshiftworker.com and enter your name and email address. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be, despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.